you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. In this week's episode, Aaron talks about his experience on the high seas and his Disney adventure, while Andrea makes a lot of agreement noises. She may or may not occasionally interject with her own honeymoon experience at Disney. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. And actually, for this episode, we have two special guests. We have Justin and Maggie. Say hello. Hello. We're very special. You're very special. You're such special guests. <laughs> Everyone will have remembered Justin from uh, a couple episodes ago when we talked about Manila. Yes, and uh, everybody mm-hmm. will remember Maggie tomo- for the next, next week's, week's episode, episode when uh, she talks about German uh, German beer, beer and German and, worst. And German worst. Remember me from the future. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't remembering the future like a movie or something? Remember me from a thing I haven't even done yet. (laughs) Obviously. Going out of order? Don't destroy the magic of radio. I mean, podcasts. (laughs) Same difference. All right. Uh, So this is our, uh, like, every five episodes stop for social episodes. And since we've been having guests on, we decided to have both of them here. Because it's not like we record these all in one day or anything. Why would we do that? No, that'd be, like, weird and stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. Justin lives here. I have no concept of time. So, um, in this <laughs> so I'd actually like to kick this one off by uh, talking about the drink for this episode, which is my take on a zombie. Um, the normal recipe for a zombie. Now, dig in because this is a long list of ingredients, none of which, most of which are not in here. Dark Jamaican rum, gold rum, preferably Puerto Rican, dark overproof rum, lime juice, grapefruit juice. Velvet, velvet falernum, cinnamon bark syrup, two to one rich, uh, grenadine, six drops of pernod bitters, one dash of angostura bitters, and one mitt sprig. Now, how many of those ingredients did we actually have at the moment you decided to make this? Uh, we actually had a majority in the simple zombie, which is uh, the take that I used to make this. Now, the simple zombie uses uh, usually a dark overproof rum, a gold or clear rum. Um, it usually uses an orange liqueur, orange juice, lemon juice, lime juice. That's a simple zombie. Okay. I dropped the orange juice and the lemon juice. I subbed grenadine. And I used blue curacao because I really like my zombies to have that blue color to it. Woo! And I used Angostura bitters. Yay! And then I uh, actually threw in my dark simple syrup. My homemade dark simple syrup because I think I thought that that would add in a really nice like sugar sweetness mm-hmm. yeah on the on the palate um, to almost, kind of play with it. It's almost a little bit mapley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I used sugar in the yeah. raw when I made my uh, dark simple syrup. You you had me at several rums, so I was good with whatever it turned <laughs> yeah. out to be. Now, uh, if uh, 
If yeah, if you want to make it at home, um, we'll try to remember what the recipe is and put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll try. Or we'll put a recipe for a zombie in the show notes, which I believe I actually already included. Will one of us please <laughs> just when we're editing put that in? Well, I mean, I did. So anyway, uh, and the zombie is is kind of on point with uh, Aaron's kind of journey and also our honeymoon journey because Aaron finally visited Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, a tiki bar. In Disney. It's a tiki bar in Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a tiki bar in Disney, which is great. Um. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this out. This is our social episode. Wicket's making it in. Well, and actually, we don't know if you can hear her or not. Can you? Yeah. You definitely oh, you can. Definitely, definitely can. <laughs> well, we don't know if she's making it past the actual uh, noise filter. Oh, it's, so. it's making it through. Our dog okay. is not happy that we are having fun without her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay. She feels very left out. <laughs> she definitely does. <laughs> so anyway, while we are uh, listening to uh, your dog lose her mind. The musical stylings bit. of Wicked the Dog. <laughs> the musical stylings of Wicked the Dog. Uh, Justin is going to leave for a second and go take care of that issue. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about uh, we had uh, my wife and I had our first trip as a married couple. Uh, it was kind of technically our honeymoon. We were also going to... Um, we went to see our some of our friends get married during the cruise, and it was gorgeous because they got married in Nassau, except it was uh, like the Bahamas in July, which means it was deathly hot, and it was beautiful, and it was really nice to have air conditioning when we I had I would it. live in the water if that were the situation. The Like, it was one of those things that I didn't question the, like, the dress code until... I got on the ship and I'm just like, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. wear like a button down shirt and a tie and some like black dress pants to a beach. Oh no. <laughs> but it was gorgeous. And yeah. the like, again, like the, like her dress was beautiful. The whole ceremony ceremony was wonderful. Uh, there was a little kind of like spritz of rain that happened during the wedding. And that was nice because I'm pudgy and I'm really <laughs> pale and I sweat took a lot. Took some of the edge off. Yeah. It took some yeah. of the edge off. Yeah, um, it's always nice when, you know, you get a little bit of that sprinkle mm-hmm. to kind of make it a little less oppressively hot. Yeah, I also lucked out because I was not involved in most of the photos. There was, like, a couple big group shots, and then the rest of it was, like, family and wedding party. Because I mean, it, there was only, like, I think grand total of 25 people that were a part of it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, hmm. like, including the bride and groom. It was a very small kind of intimate thing. Uh, and my favorite part about it, and Lauren and Adam, I love you, and I hope your life together is amazing but they got married at a place called the poop deck in nassau it's a pink concrete bar called the poop deck and it made me lose my mind that's incredible absolutely amazing and justin has returned it's great i turned on the tv for her I'm not going to lie. I leave the radio on for my cat in a amount of time for the weekend, so that is fine. Oh, no, it is not. Did not work. Uh, no, we'll just, we'll just, we'll we'll just roll it, with it. We'll see if it rolls with it. Um, the, actually, when we were in uh, Mexico, I remember a, we, I remember somebody trying to check in and uh, throwing a fit. Because, no, it was on the Facebook page. Somebody was throwing a fit because they wouldn't give them a free room for their wedding party at an all-inclusive resort. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. 
No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, like, like I get giving you a room, like, temporarily to get ready and stuff like that. Like, if you're doing, like, a wedding package like kind of thing. Like a ready room. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's, like, more of a prep space green room kind of yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. But not, like, an actual room room, like, no. on the house at a resort that lets you just have your wedding for free. No. It's, I mean, that reminds me of when I was working in stadiums and we'd have people show up. And they'd be like, oh, cool. So do you provide music? And it's like, you're getting married in two hours and you're asking about music. This is a terrible time to have this as your first question. Yeah, no. (laughs) These are things that you plan ahead of time. And meanwhile, and like this is completely off subject, but it just made me think of it. There was a stadium that I worked in, uh, and I worked there in 2012. And the only reason that when I worked there is important is because somebody had planned a bar mitzvah and put a deposit down for 2022. <gasps> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Because that, like, the child was three in 2012. So in 10 years, when they celebrate their bat mitzvah. <laughs> They were, they had a venue. Oh my word. It's, it was one of those things, like I got, I got sent a calendar and it was, you know, it was kind of like an Excel based calendar that had everything. And then it's like, I I was looking down and just like, it went all the way over to 2022 and I'm like, huh, why? And I clicked on it and in the middle of the summer of like the middle of the spring of 2022, there was a bar mitzvah plant and I'm just like, you've got like, it's because I mean, and in 2012, you had to have a lot of faith that the world wasn't going to end in December. (laughs) It was so weird. We all thought the Mayans were right. Like, I talked to the, uh, I I was talking to the, like, event coordinator from that facility, and she's just like, they booked last year. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So they booked it when the child was two. And for for 11 years out. Wow. And but th- it That's is one of those planning. things that as a person, like when, when we planned our, when my wife and I planned our wedding, like we were making sure that we were locking in like 2017 prices for 2019 yeah. kind yeah, of things. Sense. Yeah. And it's like, I can only imagine how much exponentially more it will cost in that 10 years. So it's like the greatest thing to be like, well, hey, you know, we're going to put a deposit down on it and we can, you know, have, have the pricing set now. Why not? Oof. I mean, I plan. I'm quite a planner, but... Oh, you are. (laughs) That's too many spreadsheets even for me. How many spreadsheets would you need to get you from age 2 to age 12? What if the person who's running the spreadsheets dies? Ooh. Okay, I'm sorry. I made it dark, but... Like, what if that happens? Like, Like, what if the person who knows that that event reservation exists... Is no longer around when twenty twenty two. I do know for a fact that the event coordinator coordinator at that facility has changed since that time. Oh, uh, probably multiple times. Yeah, but that is also something that has been shared with so many people in that building that like, and it's it was also a thing that like everyone talked about. Anybody who had access to that or who knew about it, it is something that like once you knew about it, you were part of the like. This is the club that knows about the bar mitzvah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, your stadium had a a bar mitzvah club. It was basically that. It was more the people who knew that there was a bar mitzvah that was planned eleven years in advance. I feel like I feel like we have our next fringe show, the bar mitzvah club. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. It's like the, it's like the Breakfast Club, but it's on mm-hmm. somebody's thirteenth birthday. <laughs> have you ever listened to Me First and the G- Gimme Gimme's Ruin Johnny's Bar Mitzvah? That is such an amazing live album. <laughs> it really is. 
Do you know I who? Do you I know who me know. first and the Gimme yeah. Gimmes are? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, they do Auld Lang Syne on that. Uh, they do. Um, oh, nice. They do have an Aguila for our for our listeners. Me first and the Gimme Gimmes are a punk cover band made up of like it's a punk, punk superstars. Yeah, it is a punk cover band super group uh, like Fat Mike from uh, uh, No Effects is in mm-hmm. there. I can't remember anybody else that's in that band now. It's like immediately blanking from but my brain. Basically, one of their fans hit them up and said, "Hey, do you want to play my bar mitzvah?" And they said, "Sure," and showed up. And they played a live show and they wow. recorded it. Yeah, it's so great. It is one of probably one of the best, weirdest live albums ever recorded. It's amazing. <clears throat> it sounds great too. And there's great songs mm-hmm. and they do a good job. And it's as a live album, it's not a lot of like crowd noise. You can definitely tell that there's people there, but it is not like a live album that has had people added to it kind of thing. Oh, where you can hear them fading the people in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At a bar mitzvah, I feel like the, the people's contribution would largely be like swaying side to side and sort of like clapping. <laughs> <laughs> It's I mean, well, it is it is a group you know mostly mostly young teenagers that yeah, are there, so they were like hype and into it. Mm-hmm. It's more the parents and grandparents that are like this this the band we got, huh? <laughs> These like, like why are they playing a Whitney Houston song and yelling? Why did Johnny want this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's dancing with a girl. It's okay. <laughs> Well, he's a man now, so. I really want to go to a rural Minnesotan bar mitzvah. Especially if it's played by a bunk cover band. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, have any? What's have any of y'all been to like a, a really good tiki bar? I mean, we we have finally done the Trader Sam's experience. Uh, yeah. Three out of the four of us have done it, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, all of us here have been to a tiki bar, right? Yeah. All of us have probably been to psycho Susie's. yeah okay oh, yeah. okay which yeah. is a good tiki bar did you ever go to donnie yeah. dirk's zombie den okay oh i haven't been there in a long time well so it, it doesn't exist yeah. yeah about to say it's like it closed mm-hmm. um actually we went to a, a pop-up that opened up there and closed oh <laughs> it was uh, mr steven's snuggery i'm <laughs> Both Mr. Stevens surprised snuggery. that they were able to maintain that for as long as they did and sad that they're not open anymore <laughs> because it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that oh, led yeah. to a friend of ours stealing a whole bunch of plastic dinosaurs. <laughs> they, they gave That's you, where those came from? Yeah. <laughs> they, when you go in, it's 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 um, designed to be a cocktail party experience and so you don't really buy drinks, you just pay a ticket price and then oh. then they give you currency and the currency that we had was, were plastic dinosaurs and um, they were sort of endless. They were like, these uh-huh. are the ones we're giving you, but there are more. And um, and we had a friend who took that very seriously and... <laughs> Can I have more dinosaurs? Can uh, I have my dinosaur? Well, she didn't really realize she did that until the next day when she <laughs> emptied out her purse and was like, what are all these dinosaurs? And then, her boyfriend had to explain it to her. <laughs> so, so that's how that went. Yeah. Actually, uh, does, did, do any of you remember the Uptown Bar? Oh, um, yes, I believe so. Like, no. Okay, so yeah. it was uh, it was like right right across from Calhoun Square. Yeah. Um, and it was it closed down like 08, 09 maybe. Um, and there's like an Apple store there now. Um, but it was like, it was a local fixture. It was just a dive bar. Mm-hmm. The bathrooms were disgusting, but it was our dive. And uh, Was that the, the one where the floor was always wet? Yeah. Okay. It was, or it was either wet or sticky. Like it, they, they oh. would, they would mop so and then like it was, the it would dry and it was sticky. Theater. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> really selling this place. It's gone, so I can't really do anything. Like it is it is it's one of those places that I went and I'd get uh like I'd get food um, you know, on like a Sunday and it was cheap. Like it was a good reasonably priced. Like drinks were still like four or five bucks mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was in the heart of uptown and you could still get a meal and a cocktail for like twelve bucks total before tip. And uh like it was just great. But when they knew they were closing down, they had all of their like branded pint glasses and you always had the opportunity if you were there on like especially on Sundays and getting brunch service you could buy like spend a dollar and get uh like get a glass to take home for free yeah or to, to take home for a dollar I don't know why I said for free uh, but when they were closing down I'm like oh can I just get a, a club a, like a glass and they're like sure and they handed me like eight and I oh, had those so wow. I like I, the worst part is I was leaving and I'm carrying this stack of like eight glasses out, and people were just looking at me like, "Can he? Can he do that? Is that a thing?" So now everyone started like, "Can I just bring home like a stack of those too?" And I think they were fully out of glasses by the time they actually closed. Oh wow! Oh wow! Did they switch to like plastic cups, or did they just close? Uh, well, they they were they were closing. Well, anyway, I know they were closing, they but, out, like... but I think they they switched to plastic, um, or they had like the non branded ones mm. that they were using, just kind of whatever glasses were still left available. Do you still have them? I still have some. Hmm. I had one. Um, I'd left a bunch with my sister, and uh, I had one that I was kind of hanging on to, and my cat knocked it off a table and broke it, and I was so mad. <laughs> and uh, so for Christmas the next year, my sister gave me one of the others that I had left with her. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have more. Wow. I... Uh... I think the closest I have to bar glassware are the Hams glasses from King's Bar in Meesville, Minnesota. <laughs> and you get them when you order a Hams ba- a Hams beer from King's. Do you get to keep the the glass just whenever you order a Hams beer? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> That's new. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it. I think it's like a special. Like you, you, you pay for the special, and they give you like a free refill with it, or something like mm. that, or like they give you like a discounted refill if you buy the Hams glass. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I wanted to kind of talk about while we we're here is um, like being on the ship in general. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So like, have you have you two done done cruises yet? Never. No. Have, have you ever been on a boat? I've been on boats. I've never been on a cruise. Okay. So I'm Same. The, I am the only person that's been on a cruise in this room. That's yeah. really weird. Uh, it's not terrible. It's not... A, like, I do recommend them. Uh, I do not really recommend doing the Bahamas in July so much. <laughs> um, sounds like a good piece of advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lizabeth and I both decided the next time if we're doing... Uh, if we're doing, like, a summer trip and it's going to be on a cruise, it's going to be Alaska. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah. So one of the river cruises or the no, like there's the like you just you do uh, like Seattle up into the oh. Aleutian Islands and then back. That'd be. And beautiful. you stop in like I think it was Juneau and something like that. Yeah. Oh, I've got mm-hmm. so much cruise literature at home now. <laughs> I'm extremely interested in doing an Alaskan cruise. I'm actually extremely interested in doing a cruise in general. I mm-hmm. always thought that this, they sounded awful, and then all of a sudden I turned 35. <laughs> And I don't know what it was about that age, but all of a sudden it was just like, 
a cruise sounds like a great idea. And then I suddenly couldn't uh, think of anything else. So it'll happen. The thing is, like, because you did, you know, we talked about the all-inclusives. Yeah. And, and you, you've you done your all-inclusive stuff before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just a hotel that moves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's like, there's a lot of different, like, sizes of ship. And it really depends on, like, the, the amount of time that you spend. Because we did a three-day um, so it was like, you know, we got on, we got on the ship on Friday, we disembarked on Monday oh. morning. So it was like Friday afternoon, we get on the ship and then like at 8 PM or whatever, it leaves port and you know, they have this whole welcome to your vacation and we're going to start a dance party in a hallway for no reason. And it's cause like the promenade, uh, is just <laughs> where all the shops like and do. some of the bars right. are. So there's a, just a DJ and they had a balloon drop at midnight. It was this whole thing. We went, we were not awake for it because we're also in our mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. And I just, we were both going to bed. That's awful to me. <laughs> here's the thing. Like yeah. that part, I am not selling I the cruise too, am on I that. In my, am I in my mid thirties? But here's so. the thing. You don't have to go to those right, things. Right, exactly. But, but to the same token, I feel like if I'm paying for a cruise, I'm paying for those cruise experiences. So yeah. I would be the kind of person who would be like, I'm here. I need to be going to all of these. It's like there's me. there's <laughs> physically too much, like there's physically more things to do than there are than there is hours in the day for a single person to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we did, you know, because we had we had the the wedding to be at at a specific time on our first day in port. So Saturday it was wedding time early in the day. Uh, we got back to the ship and we're just like, do you want to go back to the island? Not really. Let's air conditioning. Air conditioning is great. Um, air conditioning is great. And the other great thing is it's like because. Most food is all inclusive. It's just specific restaurants that it's like you have your complimentary things, and then it's like this is extra. Like you know, they had a Johnny Rockets, and they had like a sushi place, and a, like a chop house, and that was like you could get yourself a meal at these places, but that is extra. But then you still have your like fine dining experience every night, and you have free food at all times of day in like the cafeteria yeah. area for buffet. There was pizza twenty four twenty four seven, and there was. Uh, like soft serve ice cream on the pool deck <laughs> so from like a, 9 a.m. So like to 10 p.m. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> sushi, see, sushi on a cruise seems like kind of a gamble. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I kind of feel that way. Yeah, but then we ate. I ate sushi at an all-inclusive resort. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. You'd almost think though that sushi on a cruise they'd have better access to really fresh stuff because they're re, you know resupplying in port. True. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the thing is the, about customs, if you're not physically taking it off of the ship, it doesn't matter because it's not being brought into the United States. It's still self-contained. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they, you know, if they stop in Nassau and they get fresh fish for the sushi restaurants mm-hmm. in Nassau, it doesn't have to be declared when they come True. back to the states because it's been eaten already. It's been mm-hmm. eaten nice. already, and then they just go straight back. Do you have to claim anything that's inside of you? No, <laughs> there was like, there was a big thing where they're like, they made so many announcements on the day we disembarked about not bringing fruit off. Mm-hmm. They're like, if you got a banana at the Windjammer before you came down to like be with your disembarking group, please eat it. Please leave it with somebody. Do not leave it in the chairs. <laughs> like, please dispose of it in a trash can because if you, you cannot bring it into the United States. I'm a fruit outlaw. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you can't bring produce, produce yeah. into the, the, yeah, like that's kind of how we got some of the invasive species yeah. that we got. Exactly. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, it's, I mean, the, the thing about a cruise again, I mean, not cruises. Cause like we had, we had yeah. invasive species, well, technically speaking, we had invasive around. species because of cruises, just not this kind of a it's, cruise. They were right. pleasure cruises that brought them. They were very much just like people moving here from very, very far away. Yeah. Um, but no, um, the thing that I want to make sure everyone understands about a cruise is it is anything you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to just quietly sit in a room and like have room service brought to you? You can do that. Do you want to explore? Uh, do you like they did trivia all the like uh, during the day? Uh, there was a casino. You know, it's like they they leave it up to you to do things that you want. Like yeah. we did an escape mm-hmm. room on the cruise, and that was Neat. super fun. That's an option. Yeah, oh, they God. have it. See, and now it's you're like, selling me on cruises. What was here? the theme for the escape room? It was the observatorium. So there's a big, um, like there's a big fake. Uh, telescope and you've got to repair the telescope because it does something magical to protect the earth and there was like it was offline for too long and if it stays offline then the earth is going to burn I don't know it was really weird I like Uh, it that sounds really cool sounds great yeah no I had a lot of fun with it we did we did escape that one uh, so I'm still 100% for every game that I have played like that (laughs) and I think I think that's 11 or 12 now I can't remember nice yeah Um, we had we had a lot of fun but it's like we also just went back to our stateroom and like hung out, you know, as a couple. It was super nice. We got to watch TV. There was they had to, like watch Mojo YouTube videos watch as TV. filler. Is that what they call it now? Yeah, when you're on your first vacation as husband <laughs> and wife. You're watching. This TV. is a family podcast. <laughs> uh, as, as established earlier, they are in their mid thirties. Yes. Oh, okay, that's fair. I mean, when we went to our honeymoon in Disney World, uh, we were up at like. 6 a.m. sometimes <laughs> to do rope drop for Disney World. So yeah, yeah then we we get back to okay. the room and just immediately. I have never been to Disney. Can you please explain to me what rope drop is? So rope drop is the concept of the place where. So what Disney does is you get to Disney World and they have gates, and they have the ticket takers at the gates. And about sometimes a half hour to an hour before the park actually opens, they will let you into the park, and they have people holding a literal rope. Mm-hmm. Across the pathway. That's adorable. Uh huh. <laughs> You're corralled in like angry cattle. Yeah. Yep. And they will do like a little ceremony for you um, where they like do like pomp and circumstances. Sometimes in some parks, they'll actually select like in Magic or in uh, Hollywood Studios, they select a kid to uh, do like the like the uh, giant the, scissors the, thing. The cla- no, the clapboard. Ooh. Um, oh. I can't cute. remember the name of it. What is it? What's the name of that thing? I'm just blanking. It's like on. a marker. It's a, a marker. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. marker. They'll have a giant, the kid do a marker and then they drop, they drop the rope and they don't actually let people walk over the rope. They say, you cannot start moving until we've walked the rope all the way across the path. There, mm-hmm. You know, somebody destroyed it at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Well, somebody no, it's because tripped somebody tripped and, and fell. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people literally start running yes. when they can get in. Yes. Yeah. It is. It is uh, uh, unbelievably like. Huh. See, I used to do that in reverse when I was clearing stadiums. You would run out of. We would have people. We would hold a rope across the entire like, like path of the stadium and just push people to a specific area. Hmm. And they'd be like, "There's a door right there." And we're like, "Cool, you can go out that door right there." And they're like, "I want to go to that one." They're like, "You go to the one that's closest to us. You cannot pass the rope." And then we had two teams mm-hmm. that started and then just walked around the horn and then met up and just pushed everyone out of the building. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
It was the easiest way to get people to yeah. leave. But we, we always meant business there because we wanted to get there immediately when it opened because we had a very full spreadsheet to attend to. Yep. That's fair. I wonder <laughs> yeah. who put that together. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, like, we had we had to attend to it, though. And yep. then yep. Uh, we also had a lot of uh, places to visit afterward, too. Yes. Um, like, the, like, go to Trader Sam's and then after Trader Sam's, go back to the Magic Kingdom and then go on a honey a honeymoon fireworks cruise and make them hold the boat because we went to the wrong one because we were a little toasted yes oh also don't forget the getting into an argument because apparently disney doesn't let you buy glassware you bought at a disney establishment into the parks oh yeah 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 like if you <clears throat> if you bought one elsewhere you can't bring it in to another place with you yeah because it's outside the, this mug that i'm drinking out of right now your zombie mug the from zombie Trader mug yeah. they wouldn't let us bring this into the park so we had to check it at will call well they closed pretty much everything but one window at will call when we were trying to leave the parks oh no yeah and we were already running late for that boat that we ended up late for so oh, no. we had to get someone's special attention and, and play the honeymoon card a few times. You'd be like, you're ruining our honeymoon. <laughs> and, then, and then they got it for us. <laughs> I had, uh, so we went to, we went to Trader Sam's and I wanted to get a, a cup. I wanted to get a mug and they were out of like everything. And the way they told me was the most Disney way ever, which was, oh, you know, we're out of those, right? But we are more than happy to make you any drink you want. And I'm like, oh, oh sure. But I think that we are about to be out of time. So, Andrea, if you would kick us in. That doesn't mean the show has to end. You can contact us by leaving a comment on travelbyproxy.com or emailing fans at travelbyproxy.com. Our Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, a copyright 2012. Our closing mu- music is Now We're Talking by Jerris, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixture.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we wish you... A look out your window. Moving peace stones and your rearranging all that you find Now we're talking about things and places all the names and the faces of all the people that you love